Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. And I'm the kind of guy who will never settle down. <laughs> Today it is episode 16 of season one of Challenge of the GoBots. It is Invasion from the 21st Level. Part one. This episode has a story by Jeff and Kelly and a teleplay by Lane Reichert. Reichert? I'm not even going to try again on that one. But the last time on Challenge of the GoBots, the Guardians and the Renegades both crashed on a planet with strange gravitational fields and giant robot monsters. And luckily, Matt was there to get shit done and save everybody's <laughs> ass. Oh, and yeah. in this episode, a sphere crash lands on Earth. Yep, we're out in space. This thing comes crashing down. It scares a bird. And uh, out of this object, climb crasher and copter and apparently this got them through the defense perimeter i kind of like that it's a neat approach uh but also in the uh sphere is scales who we've met before but he's getting hungry he's roaring away and now we go to wherever this is and it looks like they're building a prison or something and scooter tells turbo that because turbo's like come on scooter yeah i'm working hard you gotta work hard too and turbo or he tells Turbo, yeah, I'm working hard, too, on these oscillation rods. Yeah, Turbo's like, hey, give a hand, buddy. And it's not like he's not doing anything. He's welding shit. But anyway, these oscillation rods must be very important because then Scales attacks, and it seems like Scales is Zod-sized. Yeah, he's, he's friggin' big, and he comes right through the wall and then wrecks everything. And then Scooter and Turbo just start looking for this oscillation rod like someone lost a contact lens. <laughs> like, they're both down just looking around on the floor. And it turns out Crasher has it. She's up on a wall. She's like, Hey, dipshits, look at this. And uh, Turbo fires at her and then Scales attacks again. And I, there's a bit here I love where Turbo shoots high, so Scales does the only thing he can do, which is drop low. <laughs> yeah, he converts he back to yeah. And then he converts back over and Turbo's like, shit. He never once thinks, shoot low. <laughs> Scales can't jump. Anyway, what he does do is shoots an I-beam on a crane. And the end, Scooter's all, is it safe to come out? And Turbo tells him, yeah, it is. So I guess that's it for Scales, and we'll never see him again. Yeah, we don't for this these two partners. Well, I, he, I mean, the, the I-beam fell on him, obviously. They take him prisoner because we go back to the Rogue Star. All the renegades arrive, and, yeah, well, this is, we're so out of story order. It's Braxis is there. <laughs> yeah, he's just, it looks like he's dancing in front of a computer. And, uh, well, that's what it looks like to me. Actually, it looks like the same animation in uh, Secret of Mana, the Merchants Use, if if you're familiar with that game. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Nope. But yeah, the three renegades come up inside tubes and copters like, here's that oscillation rod you want. And it fits perfectly into this device that Braxis built. Yeah, apparently he built a device that required a specific GoBot or a Guardian part. But uh, <laughs> what this device is, is a teleporter that can teleport from different dimensional levels i guess hence this weird clunky title for this episode yeah he calls it an interfacer and uh psych hill wants them to start on low power scanning dimensions parallel to earth and they go through one to five which basically has just weird goofy monkey creatures and then yeah. uh, uh like a Godzilla thing. Well, yeah, and, no, level five, I said it looked like a Tarrasque from Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> it kind of does. It kind of yeah. does. Uh, but then Psykill randomly selects level 21. There's no reason, but he's just like, fuck it, crank it up to 11. I mean, 21. <laughs> yeah. And whatever he sees on level 21 is just what the doctor ordered, I guess. And uh, Earth is about to have some unexpected visitors. So then we go back to the construction site. Turbo's calling into Leader One, letting him know what happened. Leader One says, hey, I'll send some backup. Don't worry about. And then we just get static. Yeah. And then a triangle appears in the sky and five. <sighs> Did you ever read the Phantom Tollbooth when you were a kid? Because no. they look like mechanical versions of the humbug. <laughs> okay. That's what they look uh, like well, to me. What they are, they're, they're later referred to as insectoids, and they're just like goofy looking 
They look like the costume a bad guy would wear in a Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah. Well, it is Hanna-Barbera. But yeah, then their leader lands in front of them, and I immediately got the impression it's female, and uh, she blasts Scooter with eye lasers when Scooter tries to say hello. She later uh, tells Scooter that she is a queen, mm. and then Turbo runs to help Scooter, and he gets blasted, like, uh, God knows how many feet back, right onto his ass, and he sh- uh, she sends a, a couple, she says, you know, Gleep Glop Gorbinox, and sends a couple of her <laughs> drones at turbo he fires off at one but then man he just gets an ass whooping from three of them yeah and in in space the renegades are watching this from rogue star they think this is just fantastic but yeah these guys are just up on him oh yeah it's a beatdown, and uh he's like fuck this noise it converts and drives away and they chase after him um and we have a, a shot where like turbo drives uh, is driving they're literally running after him which is dumb because later on we find out they can fly yes anyway turbo runs into leader one's backup which is like three army tanks yeah and the general or colonel or whoever Whatever. he is in the one tank they ask turbo like you having some trouble there turbo and like he tells them it'll blast them which they do and then Turbo converts and heads back to save Scooter. And he gets back just in time to see this queen uh, carrying Scooter, who seems to be awake and conscious and just not doing anything. But she's, which happens to him a lot, but she's carrying Scooter um, and opens like this dimensional stairway into the ground, starts going down. Turbo shows up to shoot her, save Scooter. She blasts him again into a concrete wall, collapse, cave in, commercial break. And when we come back, Turbo gets out from under the rocks and he has to tell Leader One, so he converts and heads off. And then we go to Psykill, who orders Crasher and Copter to ready the Zods for an attack on Earth. And this was very Psykill, where at the beginning, I, I was like, your plan is stupid. It, just like <laughs> the battle for Gobotron at the beginning, I'm like, this is a dumb, ill-thought-out Ill plan. Later on, it makes total sense. But at this point, I was like, so you brought in insectoids to conquer Earth and keep humans busy while you conquer Earth? Well, not only that, yeah. all he's taken over is one construction site. But, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, journey of a thousand miles, right? One step. But anyway, and now at wherever this is, the alien leader has Scooter hooked up to her zapper thing i called it and it's gonna drain all his energy and now she speaks english because she's an alien from another dimension oh she's not just alien she's exor high queen of the 21st level which must mean that other levels are aware we're the first level so is this like a morlock eloy kind of thing where she's like (laughs) i'll take over now uh anyway she she's gonna conquer all of earth with her five drones that's what scooter's mocking her about um but we then go back to smallfoot uh, who brings Turbo into Leader One at Uniton. <laughs> Leader One's just like, hey, are you all right? And I thought it would have been funny if Smallfoot would be like, yeah, I'm fine, but Turbo's fucked. Because like Leader One asks Turbo, are you all right? But anyway. So um, it, Turbo's like, hey, I ran into these aliens, and they're like the Tricat... The Tricats of Fedge. I had to write that one down. But bigger. <laughs> but, yeah, a lot bigger. And Leader One thinks for a second, and he thinks he knows just who they need, and he astrobeams Blaster in from Gobotron. That's right. It's brand new Gobot. It's brand new Guardian. This one's called Blaster. He's got missiles on his arm. But, you can buy no, it. What? It's, what? He's, he's not new. You already introduced Blaster. And this is the episode where he gets introduced. Look, man, we went over this in Nova Beam. Huh? Yeah, John did a whole thing about production versus yeah, story order. Yeah, What? Do you even listen to the show? Well, anyway, uh, Blaster, he calls him in, or Leader One calls him in because Blaster's like apparently the one GoBot who has experience with the Tri-Cats. So Blaster comes in and Leader One's like, hey, remember the Tri-Cats? And Blaster's like, oh, shit, them again? Not them again! 
No, it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it is worse because suddenly the base is under attack by insectoids. And um, the GoBots or the Ren uh, Renegades, the Guardians are like, let's go, gang. And they run into another room and all of a sudden the insectoids are just shooting the shit out of humans. Well, yeah, they're just shaking their arms around and these guards can't hit a damn thing. And when they do land a shot, it's useless. And oh, they even right bring off. in a tank and they sell the fucking thing i mean it doesn't do shit and the alien jumps on it and <laughs> flattens it uh, so the guardians arrive mm. big firefight opens and uh the insectoids all retreat into a hole in the ground and uh what's her name again exor she like telepathically oh yeah exor has telepathic powers very important but she telepathically controls like pulls this door off the hinges and sets it down over the hole so when the guardians go to chase her they have to lift this big heavy thing up then the queen gets on one of the big monitors in the room and she says every army on earth needs to surrender or else yeah she has that convenient bad guy button that they push that says broadcast to every television on earth <laughs> yeah. every channel anyway uh Le leader one says okay we have this is the moment where uh it's kind of feels like an all is lost but it's way too early for a two-parter but turbo's like oh the insectoids are running the world we don't know where scooter is and i look like a clown <laughs> and uh, leader one says okay everybody split up let's go find scooter yeah and back in space on rogue star cycle says well that was fun they did all the work for us but let's have those invaders from level 21 back to where they belong and we'll send in the zods so we go to the insectoids who are just having a field day blowing up jets at an Air Force base. Yeah. And the triangle kind of rainbow gate opens up again. They all start getting sucked up to it. And Exor's like, who the hell is trying to get rid of us? And telepathically closes the gate. Yeah, and by doing that, she starts to overload the machine and Braxis runs for it. And, but uh, Cycle tells Copter and Crasher to help him with this thing to compensate for the interference. And then back with the queen, Smallfoot arrives in Sector 1216, and she has a visual of the enemy, and she wants the Guardians to get here fast because the aliens are almost gone, but isn't that what they would want? Anyway, anyway the uh, the aliens don't get gone because uh, Exor gets the telepathic thing and gets the thing closed, the bridge thing. Thing? Thing! Uh, and, uh, but then she wants revenge, and she's like, I'm going to kill whoever tried to get me off this planet. Commercial break. And when we come back, because everything blew up on the deck of the Rogue Star, it's just drifting in space. Yeah, Braxis starts with the, I told you so's, but Cycle sends them up. You go make repairs in the propulsion room. So then we go to out into space. Leader One, Smallfoot, Turbo, and Blaster are trailing the insectoids. And Blaster is like, good thing I brought along these magnetic energy nets. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but now the Queen and her four soldiers, so I guess we lost one somewhere, are on Rogue Star. And I like how she talks to her troops in their language. And yes. she, yeah, she sends... Two of them this way, and she and the other one go the other way. And we then cut to Psycho, who's just got like a ratchet. He's just like tightening yes. some nuts and bolts. But uh, it's like he's fixing the plumbing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like he's literally sitting down under a couple pipes, just tightening stuff. But uh, Exor shows up and confronts him with a couple drones and is like, you think you're my master? I'm your master, motherfucker. Let's go. Yeah, he blasted her, but she moves in time and she commands her troops to attack. But Psycho converts and then, you know, gets a good runoff and then converts again flies straight into her and tackles her so right away she's like i i surrender i surrender don't hurt me don't hurt me i mean i'm kidding and then just shoots him yeah she turns her head and goes i surrender to no one and blasts him right in the face yeah she, and she commands her troops to get him and they pounce on him and they fall through a wall, through a wall. And then you see one of his tires comes bouncing out and like you think that's like the the gobot equivalent of his shoes falling off my, my shoes fell off yeah. so then we go to psych kill he's in the prison cell he's like i've designed these things too well uh, exor has him in the cell and 
she also has the teleporter now, which is important. And uh, I really loved some of the dialogue here where Psycho's like, hey, watch out, I have powerful friends. And she's like, these ones? And yes. brings in Copter and Crasher. They're in this, like, these big jar things. And then another alien brings Praxis in who says, hey, you better watch out, I have powerful friends. She's like, yeah, <laughs> I heard that one before. <laughs> so Praxis uh, then tells Exor, hey, I'm the one who invented that teleporter wheelie dealy. You want me around. And there was a neat little back and forth where... She's like, you did that? You're a primitive thing. How did you make that thing? And he says, oh, I discombobulated the weasel danger and then sp sprang the uh, wobble dinger over this way. Mm. And she's like, with a rotoscoping foffle foffle? And he <laughs> yeah. says, yes. And she goes, amazing. Yeah. So I, I like that he actually won her, not respect, but she understood the need for him. Yeah, she admits, well, it's primitive, but it, it obviously works. We're here, right? So she'll let him live if he fixes the device. And then Psykill's like, oh, I'm going to kill you. It doesn't matter if you live. And uh, Braxis, I I really thought Braxis was going to do a a whole, like, wink at Psykill thing, but he's he's literally changing sides like this. He's like, no, fuck you. I'm with the insectoids now. <laughs> so um, then uh, what's-her-nuts, Exor, I keep forgetting her name, uh, sends a couple of her drones out to confront the Guardians who approach. And outside, uh, the Guardians land on Rogestar's hull, and the aliens attack, and Blaster says, all you have to do is keep out of their way. Oh, that just... it. Like, that's literally their approach. That's their attack strategy of, is dodge. Yeah. <laughs> that's their brilliant attack strategy, dodge. Yeah, so Turbo was going to take dodge. the big one, and all he has to do is keep out of his way, but the thing tackles him in space. Yeah. Well, I, I did kind of like that. He jumps up, but he jumped up too early, and then it gets him. Uh, but Smallfoot does get out of the way by a ledge. The insectoid falls, and then Blaster gets out of the way of the same insectoid he dodged before. So this thing... Anyway, it's kind of a dumb fight. They take it, but they do capture like three of them in their electro nets. Well, yeah, even at one point it is. It's just like bullfighting. Smallfoot's waving the energy net around and the alien she was fighting runs at her and gets caught in the net. So, okay. So back to Braxis. He's working on the computer. And Exor, again, this was an, I like this little thing they had here where he's trying to make something work and Exor just points at whatever part and zaps it with electricity and it works. And Braxis says, what did you do? And she says, you would not understand human. And we've done this, we've commented on this before, where the alien technology is just too far above human understanding. And I like that they use that again. Yeah, that it would appear as though it were magic, right? So outside the insectoids, yeah, like I said, they're all rounded up in their electronets, except for one who is fighting Turbo. Yeah, he's still tangling with this alien and it's moving in on him. But then suddenly an alien trapped in a net lands on this alien in yeah. space. And uh, that knocks the other one out, I guess. So the Guardians fly off and then enter the bridge uh, as Exor has her remaining insectoids attack or the one remaining insectoid attack blaster captures it does another bullfighting thing um captures it and then but she was ready for them this time she opens a dimensional gate and bigger bulkier stupider looking insectoids come out to be continued They open a portal to the 21st level and beam the High Queen and five of her soldiers to Earth. Well, that was lucky, wasn't it? You found the ruler of a warlike race the first time you took a look into the 21st level. Even a broken clock is right twice a day, but come on. Never mind all the other life forms on Earth. If you only put every human on Earth's name in a hat, big old 10-gallon job, 
all however many billion of us there are now and picked out one at random, the odds of pulling out Joe Biden's name are no better than pulling out the name of the guy that waxes the same steak at the grocery store. And she thinks she's going to conquer this dimension by conquering this one planet. I mean, you got to start somewhere. But we have seen that there are other inhabited planets in this universe. That one guy from Narel nearly conquered Gobatron by his damn self, so good luck when you get the Narel, lady. Like, if you came across him a few episodes ago, he'd probably give you a hand conquering the universe. But now that he knows the word gullible is, in fact, in the dictionary, and he's become a cynical bastard, you have to get up pretty early to pull one over on old Alden. <laughs> Well, here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Death Pickers Podcast Show. The next episode we're going to watch is Invasion from the 21st Level Part 2. If you want to see two guys who are on the level, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at pmacpherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, wherever it is you listen to us with, and tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Death Pickers Podcast Show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming! See you next time. Hey, are you all right?